Chapter 42 Gilded by Marissa Meyer Mirror, mirror on the wall Oh, sorry, wrong fairy tale Today I bake tomorrow brew The next I'll have the young queen's child Ha! Glad am I that no one knew That Rumpelstiltskin I am styled Marissa Meyer's latest fairy tale retelling of Rumpelstiltskin has caught her eye And here we are in today's chapter, we will tell you why this book deserves to be on your reading list. Expect a discussion about how fairy tales are still relevant and how they've changed throughout the years. Plus a quick recap of the original Grimm's fairy tale of Rumpelstiltskin. In the spoiler part, we will compare Meyer's retelling to the fairy tale itself, discussing differences such as the Earl King and the Wild Hunt and many other elements from the original fairy tale. We will also tackle the art of storytelling and how it has been used in a new way in this novel. Turn the page. Welcome to a new chapter of Between the Pages. If this is your first time joining our podcast, we welcome you. We are your hosts. I'm Nesma. And I'm Hanin. We host this podcast together where we review and recommend books for you to read. We divided our chapters into two parts, starting with a spoiler-free review where we tell you what the book is about and what we thought about it. Then we move on to a more in-depth analysis of the book where we share our favorite moments, chat about the plot and contemplate what could happen next in the series. Today we have Gilded by Marissa Mayer. Is it Meyer or Mayer? Every time I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> anyway. Like, is it Stephanie Mayer or is it Stephanie Meyer? Is it Marissa Mayer? <laughs> oh yeah, every time it's a bit <laughs> yeah. hard to figure out. But you... finally, something by Marissa Mayer or Meyer. <laughs> finally. Yeah. I mean, there was instant karma, but we... We has we yeah. like we were going to buy it and then we didn't and then we yeah, were like yeah. going to read it and then we didn't. <laughs> we were a bit indecisive, I think, about it because yeah. uh, I think I think we should have just gotten it and yes. read it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what like, was stopping us. It. It's like like it was a bit way like I was in like through the book and I was like, hmm, why didn't I read this? And Karma Rissamir is really good. <laughs> like, why did I deprive myself of? Of this, you know? Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, okay. So let's jump on to the synopsis of uh, Gilded. Uh, so we have, uh, like, a background of, like, what we're, the book is about and yeah. uh, start talking about it in this non-spoiler part. <laughs> exactly. As we always do. <laughs> Long ago, by the god of lies... A miller's daughter has developed a talent for spinning stories that are fantastical and spellbinding and entirely untrue. Or so everyone believes. Mm -hmm. When one of Cyrilda's outlandish tales draws the attention of the sinister Earl King and his undead hunters, she finds herself swept away into a grim world where gowls and phantoms prowl the earth and the hollow-eyed ravens track her every move. The king orders Cirilla to complete the impossible task of spinning straw into gold or be killed for telling falsehoods. 
In her desperation, Cyrilda unwittingly summons a mysterious boy to her aid. He agrees to help her. Mm. For a price. Uh-huh. <laughs> Soon Cyrilda realizes that there is more than one secret hidden in the castle walls, including an ancient curse that must be broken if she hopes to end the tyranny of the king and his wild hunt forever. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> the synopsis of Gilded. So yeah, if you were like thinking of picking up this book and want to know what it's about, of course you could have just read the synopsis like we did. <laughs> I mean, no, no, we should like tell you what to expect. It's like when I recommend when we recommend books for each other, I yeah, think we exactly. Usually, like because we know what we like, we I tell you there is this love story that's yeah, we, like enemies to <laughs> lovers or like you know we kind so, of yeah. like talk ourselves talk each other into, into reading, reading it. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's literally what we want to do as well with you guys. <laughs> Please okay. read it. <laughs> so if we want to tell them why they should read it. Yeah. Um. Well, if you knew like the fairy tale of Rumpelstiltskin, uh-huh. it's an interesting adaptation and a fantastic one. Like <laughs> Marissa Mayer, of course, that's her niche. Um, Certainly. Yeah. If you like like little romantic moments that are like the bare minimum, <laughs> <laughs> that's. That are very light, but they have a very big meaning. (laughs) It's like... Marissa Mayer knows how to do moments. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? Small moments that count and build up to something that's so deep and, like, lasting. So, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about Rumpelstiltskin, the fairy tale, shortly. But if you're you're already familiar with it, then uh, I think this could be very interesting to read. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the way the way she, she took things and made them her own or, like, even the idea of, like, the wild hunt in there, yeah. it's it's different. Like, my, my exposition to the wild hunt was uh, Teen Wolf, the last season, um, Shadowhunters, the trilogy of the Dark Artifices. So, it was, like, this is what I know of them. I don't know if they even have their own story. <laughs> um, but, yeah. What else should they look forward to? Um, like, yeah, it's a le- female lead character uh, in her late teens. Um, yeah. Who's like an outcast and uh, like nobody really trusts her in her community. So mm-hmm. you get this lonely vibe even from uh, the male lead. Like it's this like two lonely souls who find each <laughs> other's <laughs> each other. So yeah, um... I think one other thing I would point out, something that's very unique about this book is um, the art of storytelling, mm. the, the fact of it's storytelling within storytelling, so within storytelling, within storytelling. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's like a fairy a story... tale about a fairy tale that has fairy tales. in it. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, And you have the character, uh, the female, the protagonist of the story. She has like this talent of uh, what's it called? hypnotizing people Mm. into listening to her stories and i think that's very interesting as a i don't want to say superpower but it's like a a superpower (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's more fantastical than that but um it's it's very it was very intriguing because i think that element really hooked me at the beginning of the of the book 
the mm. fact that she has this uh, intriguing talent, mm. you know, and you you haven't like I've never seen anything like it in a in a in a book before, and I think that's why um, it makes this book so special because it makes the this aspect of storytelling in a in a much more different way. Mm. Um, and we're going to talk about this in the spoiler part as well later on. Yeah. Um, and the idea of, of storytelling itself, like that um, communities or civilizations can't live without storytelling. Like this is in the age of like, I don't know when when it is, but it's like primitive times. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't have television. They didn't have radio. They didn't no. have cinema. They didn't have any equipment that could tell stories in a different manner than books and yeah. uh, verbal storytelling. And um, they, you could see the importance of storytelling to any civilization. It's uh, It stems from history and like what we think about history how we shape our culture and yeah like in on multiple occasions and she would tell stories and in that in that context not just like as part of the plot but like yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and i love that about the book and it's set in a german setting sort of yeah it has a lot of german words which i already Mm. understood while reading (laughs) i was like i could barely read them but i was like oh don't move on to the next word (laughs) Like the the Earl King was like Earl König, Earl König, 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 Earl König. Yeah, König means king. Earl okay. King. It's, I was like, why the tongue so, twister? But okay. And Märchenfeld means mm. uh, fairy for me it was Marchenfield. Was it was Märchenfeld. It was uh, actually I'm saying it with an accent. It's yeah. Märchenfeld. Huh. Uh, fairy tale land really yeah Mersian, so even Mersian means fairy tale village yes yeah. i think from here we can pick up our topic of fairy tales and are they still relevant right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so in the in the book this is we're not going to go into the book itself but in the book there was a moment where it was discussed uh, between two characters, whether or not fairy tales are relevant or important, or if they pollute people's ch- children's minds, and mm. if it's all just a make them bunch fantasize of, about yeah, a bunch unrealistic of crap. <laughs> things. Yeah. yeah, so it's like uh, unrealistic standards for mm. people that, and if you see how fairy tales have changed over the couple, like the last couple of years, mm. starting with Frozen. Decade, yes. <laughs> frozen yes it started with frozen, yeah actually. it started with frozen and then changing things from then on like mm. uh, maleficent for example mm. they change her perspective and they make her more into less of a villain mm. than a misunderstood character yes. um and other things as well like i can't call them to mind right now but i i remember there were other fairy tales or stories that were changed um and I think it's it's because we're changing as a society mm-hmm. and our values and the things that we... Our we ideas wish, are different. Our yeah. ideologies are different. Our, our, the things we wish to teach. Yes, are different. And yeah. But again, mm-hmm. I think it shouldn't be wrong to let kids dream, you know, in a certain way. Yeah. Not in an unrealistic way where you grow up thinking that you'll you'll get Prince Charming and he will save you from everything, <clears> but <throat> that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh I mean yeah, there are oh okay. <laughs> 
No, it's, really. It Cinderella can happen. made me think that. It does happen that, in real like, life. Yes, I can get a prince charming and one day I could be a princess even if I'm a nobody. And Beauty <laughs> and the Beast made me think, oh, I could be like this girl who softens a boy's heart and like <laughs> yeah. makes it like the love what's inside and not what's outside. And yeah, they had their own messages. It makes you dream. It makes you dream, yeah. Dream about. This is the question. Should fairy tales the classic ones still mm. be read for children mm. or should they not this yeah. is the question are they still a part of the upbringing of yes. like, children of the ideals we want them to look forward to or things mm -hmm. we want them to dream about and learn like yes like in in the book they said that like her answer was that um sir the main character's answer sir olda was like no it teaches them and yeah. like good morals and like exactly. a, the good triumphs in the end and like if you if you stay on the right track you will reach your goals and like achieve mm -hmm. your dreams and yes these things are of course are still relevant it's just we complicated stuff with right with with, with ideologies of like feminism and yeah and uh like and they like, make it so much bigger yeah. than it is uh -huh. you know it's just a story yeah. at the end but and like political and even political ideologies any yeah it it just we made things bigger than they are <laughs> it's like, true true yeah. yeah yeah true yeah and this is specifically for like we wanting to <laughs> give you a summary of uh rumple still skin is at some point while we were reading the book, I came to this one and I was like, so who's Rumpelstiltskin? Is he the king? <laughs> or is he Gil? <laughs> like is the, he? <laughs> the only time I was exposed to Rumpelstiltskin was in Once Upon a Time, the show. Yeah. And he and acted he, as no. the beast as well. So I was like, I wouldn't, he was like part Rumpelstiltskin, part the beast. So I'm like, he ah. wasn't the right depiction of Rumpelstiltskin. And the actual fairy tale in Once Upon a Time was actually never mentioned. But anyway, so the summary, I'm going to, we're going to try to be quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The summary of Rumpelstiltskin is that it starts with uh, a poor farmer who wants to get the attention of the king by using his daughter. Um, so by by getting his attention, he says, or he lies and says that his daughter can spin straw into gold. So then the king is intrigued. He captures the daughter and keeps her hidden in the, in the castle. He, he puts her in a room full of straw and tells her, Spin the straw into gold. You have until the next day to finish. Until dawn. And yeah. uh, <laughs> till this part, I was like thinking, huh, is this a thousand and one night? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. because she has storytelling as her uh, backup. Yeah. yeah. So then she's crying and trying to figure out how to like spin straw into gold, which is quite impossible for a human being to do. And then a tiny little man shows up. Um, he's grumpy apparently he has a round belly <laughs> according, according to Salma. Salma. <laughs> um and he 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 comes to her aid and says i can spin straw into gold but what will you give me in return mm. so she gives him a ring um and, and then, then this happens a second yeah. time with even more straw uh to do and like she has a necklace on her uh, and she gives it to him. And the yeah. third time... A third time, yeah. And the final time, the king tells her uh, that if you spin all this gold, I, I will, will make you a you. queen. I will yeah. marry you and make you a queen. Uh -huh. uh, so she doesn't have anything valuable on her to, like, for Rumpelstiltskin. Mm -hmm. 
who she doesn't know his name. Um, yeah, exactly. She, no yeah. one knows the name of Rumpelstiltskin. Yes, he, he tells her, I know the king will make you his queen. Your firstborn child is the price for this. For exactly, me spinning yeah. you this gold for the final time. So he asks for the un- firstborn child, child of the, the mm. woman. And then a year passes and she has her baby and she forgets about the promise. I don't know how. <laughs> and, uh, I know. Like, how can you forget yeah, that, that you, you sold your baby? <laughs> exactly. And... Um, uh, yeah, so he comes to claim his prize or his, uh, like, promise and... Uh, yeah, uh, she panics she, she, and she, she says, "Give me another chance." And then he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give, give you th- three days to figure out what my what my name is." So uh, on the third trial, on the third day, uh, the so- soldier finds actually Rumpelstiltskin, who doesn't know that he's the guy who wants like yeah. his name to be known anyway. And uh, Rumpel is like boasting about like what he's doing with that girl. Uh, to himself around the fire <laughs> uh so he's like he mentions his name out loud and it's a weird name so it sticks into the soldier's head and he yeah. goes back and tells uh the queen about it and game over for rumpelstiltskin <laughs> and then the fairy tale actually ends in rumpelstiltskin getting so angry that he rips himself into pieces mm. yeah no first he stamps his foot into the ground mm. And he splits the ground and then he splits himself into pieces, which is quite interesting because, again, you have that grim brother gruesomeness. <laughs> yeah. And you have, but yeah. what I found funny, actually, I went back to uh, the fairy tale that I watched while I was a kid, as a kid, mm-hmm. um, the German version of it on YouTube. And then I heard the song that Rumpelstiltskin was actually singing while he was going around the fire mm-hmm. in the woods. And it says, um, I don't know the full song because it's a bit longer, but um, there's a part in the end where he says, Ach, wie gut, dass niemand weiß, dass ich Rumpelstilzchen heiß. It even rhymes in the German language. <laughs> he says, um, oh, thank God that no one knows that my name is Rumpelstilzchen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, he I dug love his own the grave. dark humor or dark <laughs> absurdity of... <laughs> Grim brothers, we got <laughs> and it's so easy. Like, is it... <laughs> and fairy tales have this abrupt ending of like yeah. finishing off. Yeah. But actually, like, um, when it when it came to the last section of the book, because like it's divided into sections mm-hmm. of full moons, um, like for for two or three days, I didn't want to start the last section because I know Marissa Mayer is going to do something that breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually still fine. No, honestly, it was still okay. No, okay, no, <laughs> it's 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 so messed up. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> now we want to read it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we should go into the spoiler part now yeah, so. before <laughs> we before we slip our tongue and go <laughs> go further into something we shouldn't say yeah. so this is uh this was our prompt so to say for you to read the book we kind of summarized rumpelstiltskin for you um because i think it's interesting to know the actual fairy tale before mm. you read the book yeah um so you're not as lost as i was <laughs> <laughs> Wink, wink. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) All right, here we go. 
if you haven't read the book, this is where you should stop. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Guild. Guild. Ah, oh, sweet, sweet guild. Who is short? Like he's not a midget, but he's he was like described as short, with auburn hair, and uh, auburn. What uh, what is auburn? Not actually? auburn. Red. 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 Reddish hair. Yes, red really? hair. Yeah. Wow. In my head, he had a different color. <laughs> <laughs> like his eyes were colored, of course. Like, yeah. And uh, what else? He was like always dressed like he's getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> so I, uh, she softened him so much than the original virgin. Like, um, you mean in the original? No. Oh, oh you mean the, the character? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting about the character is that in the in the original fairy tale we have Rumpelstiltskin as the villain, mm. and now we have him kind of as the love interest or the savior or the like the the accomplice. <laughs> like he's so many things. <laughs> yeah, and he he's the would be hero. Like it's kind of or, yeah. Or 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 he's the damsel. <laughs> he's the damsel. Yeah, right. Yeah. You think about it. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting. But again, I think if if the story would have gone either way, if Rumpelstiltskin would have been the villain, it would have been really interesting story because she's staying st staying true to the original. Mm. And if she went the other way, like she did, and made him like a love interest or like a damsel in distress, as we just <laughs> defined him. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. And uh, it's, uh, I think she did a really good spin on it. Mm -hmm. Like I was actually Even impressed. though throughout the novel, she tried to... To make him the bad guy, as in like, that he asks for payment or like yeah. how she, through expressing how Serelda feels. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, actually knowing the the original story, I was kind of um, holding myself back from getting attached to him because I was waiting for that moment where he's revealed as the villain. The villain, huh? Okay. No, I never even I like for me the king embodied the Rumpelstiltskin. I know, I know, because I, I knew that Rumpelstiltskin was. But I was uh... waiting kind of for for Mayer's twist on things. Like, mm -mm. okay, I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't read. Now where are in the spoiler? Uh, no, I mean uh, another book, uh, The Heartless. It's like I was waiting for something like that. that came from I that, was yeah. waiting for him to be like an accomplice to the Earl a king or to be someone who's forced to work with her or something or exploit her or something okay so i was waiting for that moment but then as i was going on with the story yeah she was she's the one who's exploiting him yeah and uh but at the same time turns out that she actually needs to save him yeah, not yeah. just because she loves him but because like because it's he's cursed. so unfair what happened to him yeah and yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get go on. Okay. Yeah. And so we have Rumpelstiltskin, and then we have uh, the king, as in like she made him another yeah. fantastical uh, being, yeah. like not just a regular king. Like from, I kind the of want to read on the Wild Hunt because oh, you know why it's a thing. I don't know. I've never heard of it. I've like, never realized mm -hmm. that it's a another fairy tale or mm -hmm. another story. Yeah. I think. I think since since. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin lost his uh, title as the villain. 
Yeah. She needed a conflict. She needed another... So, yeah. yeah, and the conflict wasn't really the king in the first story. It was actually Rumpelstiltskin. So in this adaptation, I guess, it makes sense that the, the king is not just uh, like bad to her or like yeah. exploiting her. It's like bad to the world in general mm-hmm. <laughs> and like has a bigger... Um, and I, yeah, I, I kept thinking in the beginning, why does he need gold? Like he's a dark one or whatever. With, with the... So the gold actually like in the original fairy tale would be used to like like make the kingdom rich. And yes, exactly. Like, like, kings are greedy. But uh, in in this story, he is greedy. He needs more power Yeah. in, in, in like their world. He needs more control. Mm. Like he needs to kind of eliminate the thing that can eliminate him. Mm. Exactly. The one thing that can overpower him, which are the gods or yeah. the, the the creatures. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an interesting... That really made sense. Like, mm. I, I've... <laughs> I like that we're reverse engineering this adaptation. <laughs> it's like thinking what you, what you thought. To, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that's what she kind of asks us to do if she does an yeah. adaptation. So, True. we kind of have to. Uh, um, what else? The baby. The baby. <laughs> the baby. The baby. <laughs> wow. To like have the baby actually from the king in the original telling and like that baby be like an actual prince and yeah. And then and no, then the prince the in the story is guild and yeah. the baby is actually yes a prince because like he's the son of a prince. <laughs> yeah. And him and her offering it to him because like yeah, out of like self deprecation and like belittling herself that like no one actually would <laughs> would like her to marry her and um yeah. and the situation she is in the unlikely event that she would live long enough to have a baby and then stems from that she offers him that firstborn I and found that it... baby would be from him that's so, i know i know like, okay <laughs> i actually found it interesting the twist of she owes him a child but this child is but his child, child already. Is his child already. It's so like even if they got him, married, yeah. Even if they got married, they won't lose the child. They won't and lose the baby. She kind of, sort of, gave him the baby by by conceiving it. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, I get what you it's mean. Like giving him as a, a baby as a father. As yes, a father. Yes, as, as a, a father, father figure. Yeah. For, as a yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. As a, <laughs> As a love thing, yes. kind of, yeah. I know, it's, it's like, I promised you a baby and I'm giving and you I'm a giving baby. And I'm giving it, I'm giving you one. So, so it's like... Uh, but they're not telling him about it in the end. Uh, that was so frustrating. I mean, okay, it makes sense that she doesn't tell him, just from a story point of view, mm-hmm. because Marissa Mayer kind of wants to have that element of suspense, mm-hmm. you know? As, a, as, a, as an author, I would definitely do that. But as a reader, it's frustrating. <laughs> it's, I feel she, like she's wronged him. I mean, he's so wronged from every the, his, the situation he's in is unfair. It's unfair, and like yeah. she's being unfair to him. I know, I know. And the thing is, okay, he could have figured it out. But the thing is, in the moment, he wasn't thinking of her telling him as a lie, but as the truth. Okay, but she is a uh, a storyteller. So what she what she says sometimes could be a, the lie. Mm. So she was hoping for him to figure that out on his own, but um, it's impossible because the the king and Cyrilda didn't sleep together. Yeah, 
he assumed that they would sleep together and then he like the original Rumpelstiltskin and then he would have his child oh so he she, assumed she, that he, so he thinks she's not pregnant yet she's yeah. gonna get pregnant yes ah okay okay okay, okay that's okay. what's like in the way he was chained he's that king is so he's a sadist <laughs> like he 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 took everything from him and then but he, yeah he doesn't know that he made the gold that made his prison so yeah that was quite clever of the king though like i d we did not see that coming even as mm. as as readers like that was a shock even yeah. that the gold that he was spinning was used against him how ironic and i didn't like that they kept spinning gold knowing that they are helping the king it was survival yeah yeah but well i mean gil turned into a poltergeist yeah <laughs> like uh someone mischievous killer it reminds me of harry potter <laughs> I, I saw him he's wearing him up to no good that's like the the epitome of yeah guilt, of guilt yeah <laughs> I mean, he had to do something to kind of entertain himself. I think he would have gone insane if he hadn't mm. at least been a little bit of a troublemaker. And then the, the the curse he put on her in the end, it was like, things keep getting worse and worse. I was right not to start reading that last part. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you keep going downhill and down and down and down. I love how it's not... um. Like, how she kind of stopped at the point of no return in the story arc mm -hmm. uh, and not, like, res resolved it. Yeah. Uh, like, it's an interesting... Well, she, it's like of the second book, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, the second book. But she's really going strong. Like, mm. this uh, lady is not holding back. <laughs> okay, what else with the fairy tale? You wanted to talk about the concept of a baby. Why? Uh, yeah, uh, if you read other stories, you have to really wait until like the characters fall in love and think they're soulmates and they're like, uh, think and about... decide to have a baby and like yeah. not, not have it in the book, but it's yeah, like we exactly. know they're going so to have a baby. <laughs> I thought even of the possibility that it's theirs hmm. and she owes him a baby, I thought like, okay, they can still end up together and still have the baby. It's yeah. like, so it felt amazing having that in a first book in the first. <laughs> I mean, okay, from the original, I, I knew there was a baby in the picture, but ah, I didn't know who okay. the baby was going to be from. Yeah. And I didn't think she was actually going to get pregnant. Like I okay. thought, I thought the baby was going to come later. Ah. Like I thought it was going to maybe be... in the sequel. Yeah. And like another character would show up cuz you like no way it's from the Earl King like Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Even though she kept like giving hints that he's handsome like yeah. I like... thought maybe it would be something like uh he forces he forces her to marry him mm. and then she he does like a love potion thing where yeah. she completely falls in love with him and it's fake yeah. and then they conceive a baby and then it's like she's stuck with the baby now and yeah. then kida she doesn't want it yeah uh, she doesn't okay. she wouldn't want it from him she wouldn't yes. want the baby yeah, so yeah. she's gonna give it away anyway because wow. it's like a situation where it's like he manipulated me mm. i was under a spell 
this is not a baby that I want. It's not, it wasn't the consensual. So, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't, and it's from a villain. It's uh. from a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she would give it away anyway. That's what, what my intake on it was. I, w mm. I didn't think that the one time where they get together, they already have a baby. <laughs> I didn't know there was a baby. Because <laughs> like, I didn't know the original story. So I was yeah. like, I was like... It, for me, it was like something in the future. And I don't know. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So it was interesting to see that already happening. I was mm. like, wow, she doesn't beat around the bush, does she? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so wow. funny and so entertaining, you know, to finally have someone to just go straight at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the book was, wow. Yeah, like, it reading was... it, I wanted to savor it because like it's so good. Mm -hmm. I don't want to 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 go through events not the like taking them in. Yeah, because because she 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 added so many elements to the story. Uh huh. Uh, the world, like the characters in the city, uh, her father, the teacher, the kids. Oh, the kids! Like there are you you know it has this element of a k-drama where there is an ensemble of characters yes. that help and mm -hmm. support the the main character definitely yeah. yeah and like they have their own story yes mm -hmm. wow makes sense yeah and then we also wanted to talk about the concept of storytelling as a weapon i i predicted it like yeah, same. the story I, I thought other, other than knowing I'm that, so proud of myself yeah, that I <laughs> I'm usually very like I pick up on oh. stuff very <laughs> very late you know because I kept asking asking myself can she make it true that she can actually spin straw into gold like throughout before before the oh. end like every time I was like she can I know that she can do it I just like I had this feeling and I was like, why can't she just like talk herself into, into spinning straw into gold? Like right. make it a truth, make yeah, it something yeah. truthful about her. And uh, and then in the end, she makes something, her story, which, wow. I mean, it would have been interesting if that storytelling would have um, turned into like a truth thing like whatever she says happens in the moment mm. so if she says the girl sat down took it like a, a bundle of straw into her hand and fed started it into the uh, fed it into the spindle this, and yeah uh where 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 the the, the then the, comes, then out, comes gold. out the gold and then that she does it. Yeah. You know, that, that would have been, been so cool. Yes. But I think that would have uh, given her too much power. Yeah. And, and like, where is the conflict now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And just because she can just say, and the, 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 the girl uh, picked up a knife and finally killed the Earl King, you know? It's like, yeah. She can do it. I remember now what I wanted to say as well about Cyrilda. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Her, her, like her talent is to talk herself out of any situation, to to manipulate people in a way to listen to what she has to say and make them believe that it's true. Mm. So, for example, uh, her character really reminded me of Tyrion uh, Lannister. Yeah, from yes. from Game of Thrones. He was because of a way because he had to use words for his advantage mm. because. He wasn't physically strong. Mm. He wasn't going to be able to physically defend himself mm. and to kind of m 
be on the same level as the, the, yeah, the people in length him. and in <laughs> strength in yes. size and in strength so he used words and stories and um, knowledge knowledge knowing exactly. knowing and knowing things from knowing yes knowledge is a weapon yes exactly so for him i remember him always being able to talk himself out of anything mm. it was even in the in the ta like when he was captured um by catherine or no not her her name wasn't catherine the um, woman in the tower where she drops yes people yes in. yes yeah. um exactly yeah he was in the cell and he was talking to the the cell keeper mm. to to let him out so he was always thinking about how can he manipulate him how can he talk him into it how can mm. he he has to speak his language he has to kind of uh, see how he ticks how he will mm. understand him and then when again later on when he was on trial um that trial gave me goosebumps i know and the 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 knowledge he had and the 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 um what's it called the sophistication mm. you know he had he wouldn't take no for he an answer put everyone in their place yes he knew how to put everyone in their place and that kind of shifted into serilda um like i always had him in mind because mm. he was so powerful with that yeah. technique and she as well she has this kind of way of talking herself out of situations like with the firstborn child thing mm. she had to come up with that you know yeah. in the moment everyone was looking at her how is she gonna get out of it she knows she can't spin uh, straw into gold so she has to look for another way out yeah. and she found one and she made the the king believe as she was going with it she was like going with the flow but it was also still believable mm. so not anyone can pull that off you know it's still um yeah, a very good or interesting superpower. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, at the same time, she made herself... Um, uh, what? what um, like, a danger to the king. Uh, from making him know that she knows the story. You know? Ah, that's, making that's him... Advantage to right, her, okay. That yeah. she knows about the prince and the sister. Hmm okay well i think it's um i think you're you might be right about that but again you you kind of want to make the print make the king aware that he has a rival or that he shouldn't get too comfortable but again if people are too comfortable they start to make mistakes so i think she should have right i think y y mm. you are right about that the fact that she made him aware of the that she knows is a disadvantage but yeah we'll see yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see, see. <laughs> <laughs> right then we would get into the synopsis of the next book mm. new york times best-selling author marissa meyer concludes her young adult retelling of rumpelstiltskin in cursed the sequel to gilded serilda and gild attempt to break the curses that tether their spirits to adelheid's haunted castle before the endless moon when the Earl King means to capture one of the seven gods and make a wish to return his lover, Pershta. But as the story progresses, it becomes clear he doesn't want just one god. He wants to capture all seven. 
and oh force God. them to bring down the veil that keeps the dark ones separate separate from the land of the mortals. Oh my God! It keeps getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Cerilda and Guild must try to thwart his plans, all while solving the mystery of Guild's forgotten name, freeing his younger sister who is trapped in Gravenstone, in Gravenstone Castle, and trying to protect their unborn child. Romance. Adventure and Sorolda's journey to finding her power as a woman, a mother, and a partner. Make this a retelling that mere fans old and new will treasure. <laughs> and treasure we will. Wow, I can't... Wow, this was the first time I actually heard um, the synopsis. I've never yeah, read it before. I, yeah, I read it once I finished the book. <laughs> it was... Okay. I actually had a feeling, I swear to God, I had a feeling he would not stop at one god. Mm. I had a feeling. Yeah, me too. Actually, it was mentioned, like, she realized that in the courtyard that she wants to, the, the, he wants oh, all of them. he wants all of them. Yeah, he mm. slipped uh, for a moment, but yeah. Ah. Do you think the baby has superpowers? I mean, like, uh, not superpowers as in, like, Avengers. I mean, superpowers as in, like... Uh, as in, like, he has his father's talent, maybe. Yeah, like a skill. I'm thinking that, that he, he's the combination. Like, when she started saying it, I'm thinking that what she's saying will become true, actually. Like, uh, that he maybe has the, the, the combined talent of uh, fortune and, uh, like, the fortune. Yeah. But, but there was, was a line where she said, will it be a monster? Will it be whatever? Will it mm. be... It was something like... She was, cause she was she like, was questioning. She was... Because, like, this is unheard of. Because... Because... Guild is not human. Yeah, his body, and his body is somewhere in this castle behind the tapestry that she can't get behind. Uh. And remember the figure in the cage, in that room. Right. Was that Guild? But the castle no. was beneath it. What? No, I don't think that was Guild. Yeah, although it would make sense. Yes, because of the Isn't cover. It? Yeah, where is the book? Wasn't it something like this? Yeah, it was something like this. Yeah, but instead of the castle, we're maybe looking there at was the a book figure. cover. Yeah, and like maybe the figure isn't a human figure. Maybe the figure is the castle, and this is the curse on the castle that it's under his dominion. Ah, you know, it's like there was that another story sense, that yeah. had the same. Yeah. Thing, the cool it, beauty it, it would make sense because i was actually thinking about the cover a lot and uh what it could mean and it has guild in it like and and his family and the ghost like everything is in that cage this is the, the curse you know yeah. and that's why it's so protected maybe yeah 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 right. it would make sense i feel like the castle or the the is it a castle mm. yeah yeah uh, palace the palace actually entails the history of guild that they're looking for because i remember when she went to um the statue this no the town and she kept asking about who were the residents of the previous of like previously of the of this palace and the 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 people in the town they kept saying that they never kn knew about any royalty mm. ever living there yeah but so then the tombstones, like, the statues. So it's like something was erased. Yeah. You, like my, the people. This is his curse. That yeah, he, yeah. No one will forget his name 
or his family's name in history at all. Yeah, you mean uh, remember. Yeah, I mean remember. <laughs> I like how we read Once Upon a Broken Heart and then we read Gilded. So we're yeah, still in this the fairy tale yeah. genre. From the synopsis, I can kind of assume that Guild will kind of find out at some point mm, that, it's, that his baby. it's his baby. I hope it's not going to be too late. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't have any idea But of what... I think Pershta might come into the picture. Mm-hmm. She might be the first one to appear. And I feel like she can lay claim on the baby. It's going to get so bad. <laughs> I know. And like, what would... Why did Guild agree for... A baby, what would he do with it? Like, be his companion? No, I think he only agreed to it because Cyrilda had nothing to give. Yeah. He didn't think about what to do with the baby. He thought about what the magic needs. Like, yes. Yeah. He was going to figure out later, I think, what to do with the baby. But uh, other than... Because... Uh, this is a tricky one, actually. I've Actually, this was... A point as well that it was kind of um, it was interesting because in the original mm-hmm. you have Rumpelstiltskin who suggests taking the baby okay mm-hmm. but she can't do that in the novel because if she does that then, then we'll Guild's, see Guild in a different light yeah, yeah. Guild will be the villain mm-hmm. to take away a baby but it was Cyrilda's idea to give him the baby so it's like uh She she's her own villain. <laughs> no, there's so many I things that can go wrong. I can't wait. This book comes out in November. <laughs> By then, I would have forgotten everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll reread it again. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we've said everything that we wanted to yeah. say. We've shared every twists and turns of the novel and Hani needs a break. I think yeah. <laughs> Hani, I can feel you. You need food. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need to forget about the book for a while. We need to find a rebound. <laughs> Get right back to into the cycle. Like don't let yourself yeah. think about it too much. And then and uh, that's how we read all those books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what better rebound than the Viscount who loved me, <laughs> <laughs> a Bridgerton novel? Uh, we're like reading the the uh, books for that yeah, had the and for simultaneously and reviewing the season two. Yes. Yeah. We're a bit late to the party, but, you know, it's kind of our thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it of, like, reminiscing. We always reminisce on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't that kind of the goal, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll see you in the next chapter. See you. Thank you for making it to the end of this chapter. As we anticipatingly wait for the sequel, Cursed, to come out, we are diverting our attention to something a little bit different. Next month, we will be hosting a chapter about another Bridgerton family member, who is none other than Anthony Bridgerton and his soon-to-be wife. I wonder who she will be. Tune in for next chapter as we chat about the second Bridgerton novel, as well as reviewing the show alongside it. Mark the page for chapter 43.